Welcome back, folks, to another Fireside Chat podcast, Triple B. With me, I got Coleman and Colin, um, two fellow real estate agents, younger real estate agents just like myself. So it's nice to, you know, have like-minded people around me um, to just, you know, shoot the shit and talk about the business for a little bit. Uh, Welcome on. Coleman, you want to just kind of introduce yourself, who you are, you know? Yeah, so uh, I'm Coleman Fierst. I've been in real estate for three and a half years. I live in Egan, Minnesota, uh, just about 30 minutes south of our office here in Blaine. Um, I've got a, just got engaged a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, throw the claps. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah, just got engaged to my beautiful fiance Alexis. Probably getting married here uh, summer, fallish of 2024. Nice. So, along with real estate, planning a wedding now. So we'll see how that all goes. A lot of multitasking to do there. You guys, any any places in mind yet, or? Yeah, we've got this place in uh, Wisconsin we really want to get. Wisco, really? Wisco, yeah. It's, it's in Pepin, so right across the river. Okay. Alexis originally wanted to get married out in Italy. Oh. Yeah, and I was like, that's really expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All my guests, like, I want I want a big wedding, and I yeah. don't want anyone to, like, miss my wedding that I'm, like, friends with. Yeah. yeah. And I'd feel really bad making them pay, like, $3,000 to come to my wedding. Yeah. So, so sell a couple million dollar houses. Yeah, there you, go, there you go. <laughs> yeah. No, but just um, fly people out there. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, right. But this place in Wisconsin, it literally looks like you're in Italy. It's on a oh, winery. Yeah. It's like, it's gorgeous. Oh, next yeah. best thing. Yeah. That's literally, amazing. it's it's very. It looks like you're in Italy, and right. it's Wisconsin. It's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like people, people that have gone there, but like I cannot believe I'm in Wisconsin right now. I feel like hmm. I'm in another country. That's nice. crazy. So that's cool. yeah, that's like kind of the next best thing, and it's like an hour away from where we live. So yeah, yeah, not bad. I'm gonna keep that in the back of the pocket. Never know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're a little far away from that. <laughs> yeah, I should get a girlfriend first. Huh? <laughs> Uh, well, Colin, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Um, Colin, I'm with uh, the DBC team. We're based in Zimmerman, but I actually live in Champlin. So, okay. Um, I kind of do everything. Like a lot of the city stuff, that's kind of where I like to be around, you know, Maple Grove, Champlin. But um, yeah, originally born in Nebraska, moved here a little over 10 years ago, maybe 11 years ago, and been living in Champlin ever since. So oh, Nice. Um, I do have a girlfriend, been together actually since seventh grade. Wow. So, yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to keep that spot in mind. <laughs> yeah. For, you know, you got pop- a couple, couple things to happen first, but we'll, we'll get there. Haven't popped the question yet? No, no. Really? No. I need money and I need my own place. So. <laughs> You're only like 21, too, right? 20, just turned 22. Yeah. Just yeah. turned 22, nice. Yeah. So, yeah. How old is your. I'm 25. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. You're a little older. Yeah, mm-hmm. and my fiance is 27, so. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Cougar. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Cradle Robert. <laughs> I yeah. love that. I, Damn, uh, Nebraska awesome. though. Yeah, yeah. So That's my a... my dad was born up here, and my mom was born down there, and then he went to school at uh, Nebraska Lincoln. Okay. So That's got married, I... had me moved up here for work. So yeah, yeah. Nebraska is kind of boring. Super boring. Glad yeah. to have you in Minnesota. There's yeah. nothing to do down there. I have no desire to visit or anything. Yeah. There's nothing to do. Yeah. I uh, when I played golf at Winona State. We would drive through Nebraska all the time. Yeah. And it was just Oh, awful. it's an awful drive. Oh, it's my God. I've driven through flat. there before. It is the worst. Yeah. yeah. The most the most fun we had is, like, we lived next to a farm, obviously, and they would always roll up the hay bales, so we'd just run across the hay bales. Oh, yeah. That's about all there is to do. <laughs> it's only fun when you're, like, 10 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once yeah, you like get 10. a little older, you're like, all right, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do now? Farm parties? Yeah, right. <laughs> Cow tipping? Yeah. <laughs> Like uh, a dog, a bag shit, or a bag of dog shit on someone's porch, porch. Yeah. and then 
run and have them see you because there's nothing but corn. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just see you getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> there's some. There's actually some really nice golf courses out there, though. Believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I've never got to play them, but uh, we drove by a couple, and I was like, "Damn, that looks really nice. Yeah. Like, I would play there." The zoo is actually pretty cool in Omaha. I think it's like, it's like top ranked in the world. I think it's like top ten or something. Really? But yeah, That's crazy. it's pretty cool. They got a lot of cool stuff, but. And then I think we named everything in Nebraska. That's so. a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's uh, let's jump right into this. Um, you know, why are you guys in real estate? Go ahead. Well, I actually I was working. I've always been in sales. I was working as a service advisor at Chevrolet, um, W two employee, which I quickly realized just wasn't for me. I remember I um, started real estate just kind of as a side gig and thinking, you know, oh everybody's going to be calling me. I'm going to get so much money. And <laughs> obviously, that's not the case, but. Uh, I requested some time off, and it was like three weeks in advance. I had enough vacation time and just got told straight up no. And so I was like, all right, here's my two weeks. I'm going to go full-blown real estate and work yeah. for myself. And it's kind of why I wanted to do it, just be my own boss. And that's the thing. A lot of people think like, oh, I'm going to get into real estate. Everyone's going to call me and buy a house with me. Like, that is not exactly, not, and not e- at all how it is. Not even your friends and family. You no. Like, you got to work for it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, prove yourself it, for sure. It's a crazy industry, and there's there's a lot of hard work that goes into it. You know, those top those top real estate agents put in the grind. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for like, sure. When I when I started, I would look at those guys, and I was like, man, they got really lucky. You know, but yeah. there's no luck about it. Especially like you get to talk to these guys, and you're like, oh. wow, you were a grinder, man. Dedicated. You really, yeah, yeah, you really put your head down and worked for ten years straight yep. to yeah. make this happen. Yeah. No life for ten years just yeah. to make it to where they're at now. Yep. Yeah. The Colton Whitney's and the Daniel DeRoches, mm-hmm. like those guys are mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Talking with some of them, it's it's like all they live and breathe. Yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. It's nuts. But it's it's so nice that we have those connections too. Oh, that absolutely. We can, can kind of go to those guys yeah. and I'm ask sure questions. We'll, I'm sure we'll touch on it, but that's why I love EXP. Oh my know? gosh, yeah. it's crazy. Um, Coleman, why are you in real estate? Yeah, so I mean, kind of similar to Colin, I was in the sales industry for a while. I worked at T-Mobile for three in a, or about three years, I want to say. I'm um, just a sales rep there. And uh, my mentor there, so my old manager, he quit to do real estate. He was working, he worked with a builder. So he was just, you know, sitting in the models, mm-hmm. selling those. And he's like, dude, I made 280K this year working only nine months out of the year because the first three months he worked at T-Mobile still. Oh. He's like, this is like, I'm making as much as a doctor does and I don't yeah. even have a college degree. Really? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's crazy. <clears throat> and then I ended up having one of the customers that came in she was a broker for kw okay and i just helped her so much and like opened her eyes up to all the like i was like you're on a horrible plan you should switch to this one told her all about this information about everything she's like you are such a good salesman you need to do real estate yeah please come visit me sometime just so i can talk to you about it because i really want you to be a realtor under me i'm like all right i've actually thought about it for a little bit yeah and this is kind of the push over it's the fence. The I door needed. opened. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like you just got to walk through it now. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So then I got my license. I was uh, with KW for, I don't know, six months or so doing it half part time. And uh, same kind of thing. I thought business would just come to me. Yep. And then I'm like, I need to do it full time. Got recruited to a team with Coldwell. And uh, just basically a dipshit was running the team and like over promise, <laughs> yeah. under deliver. Yeah. Um, I didn't get what I needed out of the team. So then I was just kind of let out, hung out to dry and uh, got burnt out pretty quick. Absolutely. Um, just kept kind of switching around, finding where I was most comfortable. And then uh, finally got 
things rolling and uh, I was selling, I sold five houses within three months and I was like, shit, I'm finally getting yeah. things going and then I tear my ACL. Yeah. Oh shit. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I so I tore, tore my ACL, <laughs> couldn't mock or anything for like nine months and then I switched, yeah. then I found Tyler, joined the team and now it's just, everything's great now. I mean, yeah. I just have way more confidence than being on my own and everything for now. Sure. Yeah. It's, so, it's so nice being on a team. Like It's amazing. Oh. It's night and day. I was actually also on my own for six months at KW. Really? Started, yeah. Yep. And then, then God hit you in the face and you're like, damn, I need to. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't have a deal for the first four months and then I had one and that was right around the time I quit my job too. And I was like, oh yeah, it's happening now. <laughs> and then winter hit and I was like, where's all the, where's all the business at? <laughs> when it's closed back up. Yeah. No, that's crazy. It's, uh, I, that kind of transitions us to the next question. Like, why are you on the team you're on? And like, why EXP? Yeah, um, I mean, I was I joined EXP prior to um, joining Tyler Miller because I heard so much about EXP and all the collaboration, um, you know, the downlines where you can recruit agents and eventually make that your passive income. But my first goal was to be the best agent agent I can be, right? <clears throat> I feel like it's tough to recruit people if you're not a great agent yourself. Like, totally. what what proof do you have that this works if you're not mm-hmm. if Doing you don't well have yourself. your proof in the pudding yeah. yourself? Yeah, exactly. And then. Um, I went in and talked to Tyler, met the team at a team meeting, and it was just, like, clicked instantly. Yeah. Right? Like, everybody, you know the environment here. It's yeah, just it's crazy. goofing around, you know, having fun, but also, like, getting to work and doing business. So that's exactly what I needed, the collaboration, the mentorship program, you know, everything is just, it just made sense. Yeah, no, it, it really does, and it's, I love it here, too. Like, I can't, uh, I can't complain. It's a great place to start your real estate career yeah because i mean we got experienced agents on the team still that are like it's not just for starting out yeah. being on a team like this is a long-term thing and, here too yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no i uh, <clears throat> i don't see myself going from to any different brokerage like no like it Never. just doesn't make sense no yeah so colin why are you on uh, the dvc team and exp yeah. realty yeah. so like i said i started at kw I was on my own for six months and when I first started, they were kind of like, okay, do you want to be on a team or on your own? And then I saw, okay, this is how much commission they take. And they didn't really explain the value of being on a team. So I was like, yeah, I'll be on my own, you know, I'll see what I can make happen. Um, around December of last year, I actually started looking to be on a team. And I had an agent that I worked with at KW that started a team actually at EXP that wanted me to join. Um, again, I didn't feel like it was really explained that well of what EXP was and the model and everything. So Dustin... Um, owner of the DBC team contacted me and he said, hey, I heard you're you know, kind of looking around to join a team from one of our lender partners, our mutual friend basically. And so I went down there, sat in a team meeting, talked to him and it was just instantly clicked. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like in real estate, it's relationships with your clients, your sphere obviously, but then also like with the people you work with. So yeah. um, I felt like I really, really jived with Dustin. Like we got a really good connection, everybody on the team, you know, it was super supportive environment. And so I, I told him right there like, yep, I'm, I'm doing it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was at Remax with them for a while. Um, and then we started to think about like switching brokerages. And so we were looking at EXP. Um, and he had actually talked to um, not Dan Beer, but whoever's right below Dan Beer. I can't remember his name. Is that the whist- Whistle? Kyle Whistle or? No, it's like below them. Un- unimportant. But he talked to somebody <laughs> higher up over there and started <laughs> to explain the model. And we looked more and more into it. Um, and honestly, like the, the revenue share, awesome. The stocks awesome really what it was was the the downline Mm -hmm. and support you know and 
what other brokerage can you pick up the phone and call the top producer in your state and actually have a conversation with them? Yeah, know? totally. I mean, at KW, I, I would walk into somebody's office, had a question, and they'd give me a 30-second quick get-out-of-my-office answer type of thing. Yeah. Where at EXP, you know, I mean, any problem I have, I go to my team. If they don't have the answer, I go to somebody in our downline. And first response is always, yeah, when do you have time to hop on a call? And we can go through this together and figure it out. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's why I love being here. I guess, like you said, I, I couldn't imagine being anywhere else. Uh -huh. It's just the most support, um, the most communication. And I, at any other brokerage, we would be competitors, right? Yeah. We yeah. wouldn't be having this conversation. That's yeah. what I was going to say. It's so collaborative. I mean, yeah. other like you said, you go into someone else's office and you're like, how are you getting all these... Uh, like if someone was Leads. cold calling or yeah. whatever, like, how yeah. are you doing this? It's like, oh, I don't want you to do that because that's my business model. I yeah. don't want you to steal out of my little pot that I've exactly. got going for myself. Whereas, Whereas here it's like we invite other people to do what we're doing and help each oh, other out yeah. so much. And even on like the Monday mastermind calls, um, you know, someone will say, hey, this is what I've been doing. This is what's working for me. My whole template, the whole layout, the blueprint is, yeah. in, the, mm -hmm. is in the chat. So go ahead and download it copy exactly what I'm doing. Exactly. Those are crazy. It's Those crazy. Monday, they're out, outrageous. Like Honestly, I, I mean, if that's the only thing that EXP offered was those Monday masterminds, I still wouldn't go anywhere else. Yeah, because it's, it's those, I learned so much from those masterminds. Insane amount of value. It's insane incredible. Value. Like, yeah. being someone that doesn't, like, I guess you don't know what you don't know, right? Exactly. I'm, I'm newer, and I learned so much from those masterminds that I can just put into my business or, you know, mm -hmm. talk with my mentor, Blake, about like, hey, like, they talked about this. Have you ever tried this? And then we'll go into detail about like, hey, let's try this or this. And it's 100%. It's so nice. And I'm sure yeah. Coleman can attest to it. If I had started at EXP on a team, like from day one, I would be light years ahead of where I am right now. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. The The nice thing about it, I was at the Gift of the Shift um, mm -hmm. last Thursday. Um, it was so good. It was. One yeah. of the top producers, Daniel DeRoche, afterwards was just sitting over by like where we fill up to get water. Walked up to him, had like a 15-minute conversation with one of the top producers in the state. Yeah. And yeah. it was just like a super chill, like, friend conversation. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. at the end of it, he goes, hey, if you ever need anything, just like, let me know. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's you don't get that anywhere else. No. Like, and I, I had a problem with uh, with the deal that was going on, and Dustin had never dealt with it. Nobody on my team had ever dealt with it. I actually called Tyler, mm. and he was like, yeah, man, I've never dealt with that, but call, you know, Julie. So, mm -hmm. again, top producers of Minnesota. And she's like, yeah, let's let's walk through this. Let's figure this out. You yeah, so it's, it's it's insane. It is. It's it's so nice to have the support, mm -hmm. you know, because this is a this is an industry where you're gonna get shot down. Like you're mm -hmm. gonna have yeah. the lows, yeah. from time to time. And yep. having the people behind you on your team or just in the brokerage to pick you back up and help you when when you need it is so nice. Yep. Yeah, Brady, you set yourself up for like years ahead of like oh, like me and Colin not sure, not starting at EXP like I envy you for being able to <laughs> oh, for start sure. at 20 years old yeah. with EXP on the for team sure. you're on like I'm just so backtracked <laughs> from all the previous things I've yeah. learned and now I almost have to like retrain myself to like ride yep. a bike again almost yeah. exactly <clears throat> exactly it's, the other the other thing I like about it too is it doesn't really get rid of the competition you know because yeah. that's, yeah. that's what I hear a lot when I'm talking to people is they're like well I like competing i like being number one in my office and it's like you can still have that you know yeah, there's 100%. healthy healthy competition yeah, you know yeah. i'm sure you guys would like to sell more houses than me just like i'd like to sell more houses than you and yeah we can still work together and brag about it and then yeah. sure yeah 100 percent. give each other some shit every once in a while yeah, right? whatever. yeah. <laughs> of course it's uh, i love it i uh like you guys said it wouldn't want to be anywhere else because it's, it's, it's a good fit for me and then it's a good fit for a lot of people and i don't think a lot of people realize that when they should yeah, I think, I think the downline has an impact, too, because I've heard other people that, 
you know, have EXP, they have the model, they don't have the right downline. Yeah, but, I think that's huge too. And yeah. I think EXP kind of gets a bad rap because there's so much recruiting going on. So yeah. people are just like, oh, you're with EXP, I bet you want me to join EXP. And exactly. it's like, that's yeah. just like the common misconception is that it's yeah. all about recruiting, but yeah. it's just not really the case. I heard someone say once that it's, people think it's a pyramid scheme and he was yeah. like, he's like, well, it is a pyramid, but it's not a scheme. Yeah. Right. You know, because I mean... Every agent below you helps every agent above you and below them and vice yeah. versa. And it's just, it's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. It's a good environment to be surrounded in, like you guys said. So, but uh, kind of moving topic to you guys, uh, you guys are both really into the expired, canceled, fizzbos type of deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why? What uh, you, what you motivates it, you guys you to, first, to do you that? a lot of those expired calls. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I was at a point in my business where my sphere wasn't really trusted in, in me yet, right? Because, mm -hmm. like, everyone thinks you're new they don't want to trust you with a brand new purchase of the biggest purchase they're going to make in their lives so i was like i need to find a way to get new business from people i don't know how the fuck do i do that yeah right so wait we can swear right yeah yeah you're All good. Right, cool <laughs> <laughs> bitch fuck fuck <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah so uh i found this my coach brandon mulren and he's i i don't know if you guys have probably seen him on youtube and stuff he is like yeah. a fucking genius with words and talking to people um, I bought into his coaching program. I just said in my next sale, I'm going to buy into his coaching program and that's going to change my business. Bought into his coaching program, went to his summit out in Michigan, met an amazing group of other agents that are all doing the same thing. And it was before I really started making the calls that I went on the summit. Mm -hmm. um, but I went there, talked to people. I'm like, does this really work? Like, or is it just kind of like, like a show that like to get money from people yeah. and everyone's like, no, these scripts are genius. Wow. Like it's amazing like just try it and like don't give up on it for like a few months and you will see results mm -hmm. super smart yeah and then tore my acl and uh, <laughs> couldn't do anything for a few months and then i got back on the saddle started calling again yep. and then um i mean the scripts definitely work it the hardest part was staying consistent with calling yeah you know you can't call for two days not seeing your results and expect that it just doesn't work right yeah. you got to yeah. stick to it four or five days a week a couple hours each day um, before you start seeing results because you need to go through that struggle of sucking on the phone to then set, getting good at the phone, setting appointments, then sucking at the appointments and then getting shut down at the appointments to then getting good at the appointments, getting the getting the listings, and then you're gonna suck at having listings. Yeah. <laughs> so then you gotta learn how to sell the house. So it's just a learning curve. You know, you gotta go through each milestone yeah. and get to the next point. And I think I'm finally coming over that thing where now I'm pretty good at the phone setting appointments. Now I gotta get, now I'm getting good at appointments and getting the, getting them to at least consider me. Yeah. Um, so I need to get a little bit better at the appointment part of it. But then after that, it's just, it's going to be a snowball going down an avalanche. Yeah. yeah. How was, uh, you had an appointment today, right? A listing appointment? Yeah. Yeah. How so, did that one go? Yeah, no, it was great. Um, I've really been going after the expireds and cancels lately just yeah. because the market was so crazy with the interest rates going that there were so many cancels and expireds. Um, and I went through all the expires and canceled that were fresh on Friday so I went back to some that were in like April and I figured those people haven't been called in a while. They're probably ready to do something. Yeah. So I called this lady, they had a duplex and she's like, yes, we need an agent like right away. Like we're, we need this thing gone in four months. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I can come over. Yeah. Went over there today. Nice. Um, they want to deal it off market. So we still have to figure out the best way to do that. We're, we're trying to get them to want to go active, but their last agent had three exterior pictures, nothing interior. Um, no good descriptions. It was on the market for 60 days and both the owners were out of state and they said the agent didn't call him once. 
Oh my God. During that time period, they didn't get any sort of feedback or anything. So they're just under the impression that going active on the market is going to be the same thing again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, hopefully I'll get that. Um, but yeah. yeah, otherwise maybe find them an investor that'll buy it. I mean, it would be a great investment property. It's two second walk away from Matt's bar in Minneapolis. So yeah. it's a good location. Um, yeah. What price point are you thinking? They had it listed at 285. When was that? April. Okay. But he's, he honestly said, he's like, I'm, uh, he's moving to Egypt. So, oh, that's right. yeah. <laughs> that's cool. yeah, he's like, I'm moving to Egypt in April, so I need it yeah. gone. He's like, just find me an offer, and we'll, I, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it. I'd have a buyer at 250 maximum, but that might hurt, Maybe. His, might hurt his feelings. That might, <laughs> no, that might work, honestly. Yeah, I'll it talk could. to him. I'll, yeah. Yeah. See, look at that. Collaboration yeah, right, there. right there. <laughs> look that's at that. that. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's helpful. That's amazing. Yeah. That was that was really cool, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but no, I mean, the main thing I do with, I like the expires and cancels is because, like, if your sphere, if... Like, I'm not super comfortable reaching out to my sphere yet. Like, I yeah. just feel weird calling my friends and family. Obviously, I haven't found the right way to do it yet, but yeah. I'm not really comfortable calling my friends and family, asking them if they want to buy or sell real estate mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. So this is a way for me to constantly be calling people and getting more contacts and more conversations in there where the more conversations I can have, the more business I'll get, basically. Yeah. And it's just an unlimited tap of potential business. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, no, I get that with uh, me being 20 years old, like all my... My friends are still in college. Mm-hmm. Like no one's buying a house right now. Yeah, you need to look age. outside of your yeah. sphere basically yeah. to start yeah. off. You yeah. know, doing podcasts or open yeah. houses, stuff <laughs> like that to to try to get some business going is sure. is kind of where where I'm going out about it. Uh, but always always interested in trying different things or just seeing yeah. seeing how things work. I mean, I was super pumped for this episode because I know you guys are super into expired cancels, fizzbles, and stuff like that. Yeah. Where I can gain a bunch of knowledge and yeah. you know hop on. You know some things you guys got going that we'll touch on here in a little bit. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's really cool to to see and watch you guys do what you do. I mean, I like I like the expired invisibles because they're hand raisers, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, cold calling you can circle prospect and cold call. I don't really like to say cold call because it's not when I when we call. You know, it's more of a conversation. They're not expecting people call. agents to be calling. Them, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like the the expireds and the fizzbos are hand raisers where they've already directly said like, yes, I want to sell my home. Yeah. You know, so then it just becomes um, it's usually pretty competitive. You know, Very. they're usually talking, especially for sale by owners, because their thing is price. You know. Yeah. Um, and for a commission, it makes sense. Like a lot of people think. By the way, that you know, we sell your house six percent, that we, we keep get, all of it. Yeah, no, we <laughs> pay out a buyer close. agent half that. We put a lot into marketing, a lot into photos, cleaning the house, and then we get hit with the the tax man as well. So, yeah, explaining that value, I really like that whole portion of it. Explaining why how a realtor gets paid, basically. how we get, how we get paid, yeah. and where the value comes of that, um, and getting that competition with other agents because then when you win one, it's like wow, I. I did it, you know, yeah. like nice and I'm the best. I'm the, yeah. I'm the best ever, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> the best. <laughs> so I like them because they're hand raisers and they are a little bit more more challenging. Yeah. You know? Not that I don't like easy business, I do, but you know, the challenge is fun. Um, and the more challenging, you know, listing appointments, conversations, I feel like it betters your skills a lot. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, having those difficult conversations, getting those difficult questions and fumbling over yourself. It's just like winning out in a bid against nine other offers. You oh, just absolutely. feel so proud of the fact that you were able to win that mm-hmm. that bid. The yeah. best ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the best ever. Yeah. The best of the best. <laughs> That's amazing though. Like like you said, you're you're putting yourself up against some really good competition because it oh yeah. There's a lot of agents that are trying to get the same thing you guys are and you're gonna learn a, a lot. Yeah. When you're when you're fighting fighting in the trenches. Like mm-hmm. it's there's a lot of learning to be done when you are doing that, which is really cool. And I, 
you guys are both really ex- experienced agents and you guys have only been in the business for two, three years. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's really amazing to see. Um, and it's, it's really nice to have you guys in EXP because we can all can yeah. work together <laughs> and stuff. So, for sure. um, speaking that you guys have started this, this prospecting group, we have. um, through, is it the NSA, right? Uh, yeah, that's what, kind of where we started it. I've okay. reached it out through, I've like a group chat with that coaching group I'm in. So a few of them have hopped in every once in a while. Nice. But um, yeah, we decided to call it go for no. Okay. It's the more no's you get on the phone, the closer you're going to get to a yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we basically just get on Zoom, well, five days a week, four days of calling, Mondays or more, just going over last week's whatever objection handlings were we had or yeah. role playing, whatever, just to get yourself ready for the upcoming week. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, two hour calling sessions every single day, Tuesday through Friday. Um, and we're tracking all the numbers so we know what days are best for calling, what days we're getting the most appointments yeah. and everything. Yeah, we're actually tracking. Like, I feel like we're like, we've got the tracking down now because yeah. we can see week by week, day by day, and then overall. And a rolling yeah. number, yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. What's uh, What are the numbers looking like right now? Do you guys know off let's, the top uh, of your head? Let's take a look. I know Fridays were have been, I mean, we've only been doing it for what? This is, this is the start of our third week doing it, like, um, with more people. One, two, oh, or is this week four? Start of week three. Start okay. of week three. Start of week three. Yeah, yep. so kind of a small sample size yeah. right now. Um, yeah, so last week we were at, um, let's see, 7.5% answer rate. So out of all the calls we made, 7.5% of people answered. Yeah. 26% of the people that answered turned into leads, which we have a pretty strict lead process too. Okay. We've got to make sure we get their info and that they're actually interested. And then yep. Uh, actually a 25% appointment to lead connection. So 25% of our leads we talked to turned into an appointment. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's really and nice. that doesn't sound too great. Like 7% of the people you're talking to are actually even picking up the phone. Yeah. But that's like what you got to do is you just got to be, you just got to do the boring work to oh, yeah. sure. do, get, get the results, you know? And when you look at the averages, I mean, the average answer rate is about 10%, you know? So for yeah, every yeah. 10 people you call, you'll get one to answer. So, mm-hmm. and that's then I mean, right. yeah. week by week, you'll see like our answer rate last week was 12.7%, you know? So mm-hmm. like we were talking this past week and we had a bad day of calling, you know, nobody was answering, no leads. And we were like, man, if this was someone's first day calling, they'd be out. They'd yeah. Be Fuck this. I'm out of here. I'm not, yeah. sure. not doing this anymore. And then literally the next day, I think you were sick or you had it internet was. issues or yeah. something. Yeah. And then uh, Chelsea Wood, who's on the um, Pemberton team. Pemberton team. Yeah. She's been coming every once in a while. And uh, me and her each set an appointment. Wow. Like both set listing appointments in, a, in an hour and a half of calling, mm-hmm. which yeah. is like nuts because usually it would take a whole week to get an appointment set based on oh, yeah. all those calls you're making. But yeah, I mean, the, the group's been awesome. I think it's a good learning chance for everybody too. Mm-hmm. Cause like people aren't really used to making phone calls, but they, I think a lot of people know they should be making phone calls. So me and Colin will be in there kind of leading the group. And if uh, we'll all be muted on zoom, if I get somebody on the phone, I'll unmute myself. Everyone will listen to my call. And then we'll just kind of dissect the call afterwards. Say like, hey, you could have said this different. When he said this, you should have taken that opportunity to, to do this. So you mm-hmm. throw it on speaker type of deal? Mm-hmm. Like for yep. everybody to hear, yeah. Each side of the conversation. That's mm-hmm. really cool, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like the people that want to make calls but don't want to get like put on the spot like that, they can just keep it muted and keep doing calls. And at least then they can see that everyone else on the call is making calls. Yeah. And you don't feel like you're doing it alone or like... Yeah. It just keeps you like motivated to keep making calls. And you feel accountable for it too, you know, like yeah. like Dustin said, he was sitting in on one of our calls one day and he was like, 
Well, I was sitting there doing nothing, and I was like, well, I feel bad. I'm not making calls. So he started making calls and mm-hmm. actually got a couple leads too. Wow. So Yeah, and yeah. I think almost half the time that we do the calls, you and me get on, and we're like, I would not have made our calls if we didn't have this group. Yeah. You like, know, it's just so easy to make an excuse almost, not almost to Almost every day, I, yeah. I'm like, man, like especially when we do it in the mornings and like I didn't sleep yeah. well, I wake up late, I'm like, ah. I don't want to make calls, but yeah. I have to. Yeah. Yeah. But it's I good. mean, it's good that we have to, though, because once yeah. once we're in the groove and we're doing it for 10 minutes, we're like, and we get one good conversation, we're like, dude, I'm so yeah. glad we actually did this. Yeah. Well, a big misconception with calls is that it gets easy. And I don't think it ever gets easy mm-hmm. because every time I'm about to make calls, the first number you dial is always like, oh, fuck, here we go. Yeah. And then after you get through that one, you're like, all right, this ain't so bad. And then yep. you roll through it. So, yeah. I think it's good. I think it's good agent attraction too. I mean, totally. No other like you got people in your coaching group that are probably in there like, wow, this is what they do at EXP. Yeah. Like everybody's working together. Yeah. 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 No, I was just gonna say anyone that's listening that like wants to hop on and like listen to what these guys are talking about on the phone, like. Absolutely. Yeah. Shoot out. us a DM. Yeah. Text us. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. sure you'll have our information in the description or yeah. something. Yeah. 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 Tag us and slide in our DMs and we'll invite you to our, <laughs> our Zoom group. <laughs> well, for sure. It's 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 a really cool little thing you guys got going and I'm, I'm excited to hop on a couple here soon. Yeah. yeah. That's the excited. plan at least. Yeah. Excited for the growth. Yeah. I think it's got good potential. With our tracking too, I think we're going to start tracking fuck offs. <laughs> yeah. You have to. Dude, <laughs> it's so good. Like that one call I had. That one call would have been probably 30 fuck offs. <laughs> oh, oh my dude. I had called. There was an expired and one of the numbers was like a wrong number. It called this guy that lived in Iowa. <laughs> he answers the phone. I put it on speakerphone and at, <laughs> he answers the phone. He's like, quit fucking calling me. I don't fucking live in Minnesota. I live in fucking Iowa. Dude, and I just kept my cool. I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, so uh, do you want to move to Minnesota? Because I could help you out with that. He's like, no, fuck Minnesota. There's too many Democrats up there. And I'm like, hey, man, I, I hear you. I, I have to live up here. And then I'm like, so would you like me to help you find and do you like sticking in Iowa? He's like, I'm staying right where I am. And I'm like, all right, well, if you could move to any state, where would you go? He's like, I'm not fucking moving. I'm like, he's like, this whole country's corrupt. And I'm like, so you want to move out of the country then? Where, where, what country would you like to move to? He's like, no, we got to turn this shit around. And I'm like, dude, I'm with you. And then it, it, the call ended. Like he basically was screaming at me the whole time. Oh and I kept God. my cool state in the pocket. And by the end, he was like, you know, man, I'm really sorry for yelling at you. You're, you're a nice guy. You did. Um, he's, cool. he's like, you know, my daughter's actually going to be buying a house coming up here. And, uh, she only got approved for like 170, so she might need some some help along the way. And I'm like, well, yeah, let me let me shoot you over some information. Yeah. He's like, yeah, no, that sounds good. Yeah. Nice, that's sweet. And even in Iowa, you know, you can find a referral partner. Exactly. With EXP. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that one was really cool because, again, like if, if that were me on the phone, like being in the group versus being outside of the group, yeah. like after he started screaming, I would have just hung up. Yeah. You know, like I don't need to deal with that. But. Yeah, but it's it's like the entertainment factor of it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's almost like people are watching me. I need to see how entertaining I can make this I, for that's everybody. That's why, like the first time you asked him, like, do you want to move back? Do you want to move out? Yeah. Of yeah. I was like, he's poking the bear just for fun. Yeah, I, I out, totally was. Turned out to be good. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Oh, that's, I, uh, I've done some cold calling and I remember there was this one cold calling and it was like, I don't know, probably like, a month into being on the team, didn't even have my license yet. Yeah. Who, was, were you, who were you calling? Like what source? Uh, property radar. Like literally. Oh, just literally, like, literally straight up cold calling. Yeah. Wow. And I got this one guy on the phone, and I just was like trying to find people to like send CMAs to, so I can just like practice CMAs type of deal. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Oh yeah, I'd love to have you out. Like, come check out the house." And I just didn't even think about it. I'm like, "No, no. Like, I just want to do a CMA for you. Like, <laughs> idiot." <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I hung up, I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> you got yourself good there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but it's like oh. it was a learning experience but dude that's just yeah. proof that you don't need scripts or like you don't need it perfected you're gonna yeah. run across the people that need your help yeah yeah like, no that's how it was it's number if, you, if you're calling and you even if you call and say hey do you want to sell your house to every person you're gonna fall into a deal here or there yeah 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 that's yeah. so funny man. i was like as soon as i hung out and <laughs> i sent him this i still haven't heard from the guy of and course, I'm like, he was probably God, like damn it he's probably like, like who is this guy <laughs> i just gave him a great opportunity and he said no yeah. like oh my God. <laughs> i was like god damn it but hey you it live happens. and you learn like, that's true yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you guys have seen a lot of success from the groups have you said you know what, you I, say? I wasn't yes. as consistent with calling before the group as I should have been. I mean, I would mm -hmm. still call like leads that came in maybe once or twice a week. I would sit on the phone for an hour or so. Um, it was just one of those things where it's like a time filler, like, oh, I don't have anything to do right now, so I might as well make some calls. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think with the group, I've seen a lot more success with both leads and appointments just because I'm actually almost forced to do it you know it's yeah. like forcing yourself to do it um so yeah we've seen some good good success i've set an appointment coleman you've set three now haven't you uh two or three yeah but the one or i had two of them cancel on me so i've set three appointments and only gone on one See, that's the other thing too is like it's just a numbers game it's a numbers yeah. game yeah, yeah absolutely you gotta keep setting appointments and you're not gonna get every listing that you go on an appointment either right. so it's just yeah yeah. yeah we've had some really good success yeah um even with leads and people to follow up with i mean i was calling lists that i would never have called before but mm -hmm. i was like i don't have a list to call so i'm gonna call these people and yeah got an appointment set for first week of january so, nice yeah. yeah i mean yeah, the biggest thing we're hearing right now in the or is that one of your next questions? Yeah, it was is like, like what are some object, yeah. objection handles? Yeah, so reason? so the biggest one I'm hearing now is because I'm calling these expireds and canceled that are fresh expireds, right? And every single person I'm calling is like, yeah, we're thinking about relisting, but we're gonna wait till after the holidays in the spring market. So I've just been collecting as many people that are ready to list in the spring as possible yeah. and telling them, you know, I'll follow up with you early January because the spring market starts in February. Yeah. I've probably got 30, 40 people to call in January. Yeah. If I can get mm -hmm. two listings out of that. That's huge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let me, let me ask you. So, I mean, <clears throat> just cause I know you call expireds all the time. Yeah. Um, do any of them ever say, cause I know expires like they were listed earlier in the year. I don't know how far back you go, but does anybody bring up like the market shift and like, well, my house was worth this and now it's only worth this? Uh, more, more so I would hear, you know, um, a lot of people saying, uh, well, with the way the interest rates are, people just can't afford to buy my house right now. Mm -hmm. So I would tell them, well, there are other, there's closings happening every single day, yeah. right? right? Like people your house isn't houses. like an anomaly that people aren't buying because of interest rates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, people are still buying houses. Um, and it's tough when they say our agent did a great job. It just didn't sell. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it was on the, it was on, it, yeah, like, it was on, it was on the market for 180 days and it didn't sell, but he did a great job. I'm yeah. like, something's what? not adding up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. It's just, those are the toughest ones is cause it's just hard to talk sense into them that they need to hear a second opinion on things. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's like the toughest one to overcome, but yeah, just uh, right now it's basically just building up a pipeline of people that are ready for the spring so you can yeah. hit hit the spring market hard with i mean hopefully mm -hmm. i'll get five or six listings right right off the bat in the beginning of the year oh for sure yeah yeah, yeah i mean that's kind of the biggest objection i'm getting to is just waiting for spring waiting for summer um and it's just you know it's it's asking one more question you know mm -hmm. i don't know if you guys follow uh what's his face can't remember his name he's that book it's called one more Go one more. I don't know. But he's into like ask one more question, do one more push up, you know, read one oh, more yeah. page, you know. Um, and so asking that one more question and one more question and one more question, that's where it really leads into their their true reason for wanting to sell or not wanting to sell. 
um, their, their hesitancies, their problems, and that's when you can really have a, a good conversation with them. So that's that's a good objection I get too is just like the firewall going up, like salesman calling me, like yeah. firewall's up, I'm not talking yeah. to you. So breaking down those walls and just having a conversation and, you know, a lot of times you get, you know, you're talking to people on the phone and you talk to so many people, you know, you got to remember like, yeah, it's a, it's a person just like me and just have a conversation. Yeah, with you're them. climbing an uphill battle right off the start. Like as soon, sure. as, as soon as they hear that you're a realtor, they dehumanize you. Oh yeah, right? and the walls go up. Yeah, so you've got to rehumanize yourself somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And that's, I try to like open up with just like some conversation, you know, and light yeah. and humor mm-hmm. and, and then go into, okay, look, here's why I'm calling you. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. You, it's, we're, we're people too. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're not robots. Like it's, it's a, just a friendly conversation. For sure. Uh, the, the gift of the shift they were saying, like, tell me more. Yep. Like, yeah. That was one of the things they would say is just when they're on the phone or in person, like, hey, tell me more about that. Yep. Or tell me more about your kid's football game or something like yep. that. And just create that relationship because at the end of the day, this is a relationship type of business. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And people love to talk about themselves and their kids and mm. their dogs. And, you know, so, I mean, if you just ask them, like, they're going to tell you. And yeah. You can go into a more in-depth conversation. And even if it doesn't turn out, we've had a few conversations where we're talking with people for like 10 minutes yeah. going nowhere yeah and it's yep. just friendly conversation but you know when you follow up with them they're going to remember your name yeah for yeah. sure it's like oh that's the guy i talked about my dog for 15 yeah yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah and like send, sending them like a thank you card just for talking on the phone yeah yeah that's what i do with everyone i have a good conversation with i'll just say hey thanks for spending time talking to me on the phone today i hope i get the i always say i, I hope i'm lucky enough to earn your business in the future and then i'll put a scratch off card in there for them there yep. you go that's nice what what uh what amount do you do for scratchers? Uh, it's just a dollar scratch off. So is it can, like yeah? Because me and me and him were talking about this this <laughs> yeah. morning. We were talking about writing thank you cards and putting scratch offs. And he's like, dude, if I wrote someone a thank you card and they won like fifty grand, I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> I would be annoyed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I would be too. I'm not gonna lie. I would have like, kept that one. So yeah, so I I was sending thank you cards to my past clients and I did like the fifty grand ones and then I was like. Yeah, I'm gonna be pissed if someone calls me. So yeah. I started doing. Oh, fifty grand! I started doing Thank the thousand dollar ones because then I'm like, yeah, I won't be that hurt. Yeah, yeah. That. and then yeah. and then you and then they call you say like, yeah, we won fifty grand, so we're gonna move to Florida. It's like, oh, sweet, can I help you sell your house? No, actually, uh, we're using my aunt's brother's uh, cousins, brother's cousins, <laughs> former roommate. Yeah, like that was that's been in the business part time for a year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I just won you fifty grand, but okay. Yeah. Right. Do you guys use a lot of scripts or more of just like shoot from the hip or? I like to start with scripts and kind of make them my own because you don't want to sound like a robot on the phone. Yeah, you know, yeah. People can tell when you're reading from a script mm-hmm. um, and the nature of conversation is unnatural, right? Like things come up, things change left, right, and you have to be able to adapt to it. So I like to start with scripts and just get kind of my opening um, and kind of a general track of like, okay, I want to make sure I get this, 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 and this answered. It's more of a checklist than a script. Right, yeah, it's more of a checklist and then just kind of an idea of like those mini things. Like if they say this, I want to respond and say this in this way. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's why I like Brandon Mulrennan so much is because he's so smart with how he articulates and phrases his words mm-hmm. um, to make sales pitches sound not salesy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, he calls it the Socratic way of asking questions. Um, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it, honestly. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just so, like, next level. It's hard for me to even comprehend, and I've been trying oh, to understand it for such a long time. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really important to start using a script because yeah. you're going to suck ass on the phone no matter oh what, off the bat. So you might as well sound like a robot and get that script down, and then you start to personalize it, and you maybe change it up a little bit, personalize it 
to sound like yourself and then all of a sudden you don't need a script and you just know mm -hmm. these are the questions I need to ask but yeah. in my own way and these are the things I need to yep. uh, get from them on this call. Yeah. No, I, I remember when I was first like cold calling. Yeah. I didn't even like have a script and like the first person <laughs> to answer I was just like um, I, I don't know what to say. Like, yeah, I was right. just stumped. I was like, yeah. holy shit, I need to like look at something Somebody to have answered? something. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like you said, it's nice to start with scripts. So then, like yep. you said, you can kind of make your own and kind of yep. figure out what's mm -hmm. the right questions to ask or what's the right thing to say at the mm -hmm. right times. And I, st I still use scripts. I mean, I'll study them more than actually read off of them. Yep. Yeah. You know? So I'll read through them and I'll be like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to remember to say that. Um, just so when some a question comes up or if they say something you have an answer that's like articulate and you can have a better conversation that way. Yeah. 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 yeah like when I started, I would always have the script right there and I would kind of read it. And then like while they were responding, I'd be kind of reading what I'm supposed to say next. And then I'd say that. And then now it's just, I've been doing it so much. It's, mm -hmm. I don't really need the script, but I'll yeah. still have it there in case I'm like, yeah. you just get flustered. Just, or if I'm just like out of the mindset of like calling for whatever reason, I yeah. just need a little refresher to look at. Mm -hmm. Or if I have a really bad call and I'm like, what the fuck did I just say? Yeah. I'll like reread the script again yeah. and just go over it again. You'd be like, oh, I called him a fucker instead of a homeowner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Thank God I haven't done that yet. Yeah. yeah and I, like, it's, like you say, it's a learning curve, you know, and I mean, newer agents, experienced agents, we all need some refreshers. And yeah, there's even been times where, you know, like when I was reading off the scripts where I'd like you said, you know, you'd wait for them to say something, and then while they're saying it, you're finding what to say. Mm -hmm. And I didn't hear what but they you're not said. Not yeah. listening to them. Yeah. So then I'd come back at them with something, and they're like, "Is this a robot like talking yeah. to me?" Like, yeah. Yeah. It's no. Always it's, good. It's tough. I feel like I've done scripts, and then as soon as they say something back, I'm just like, "Don't even look at the script anymore." Absolutely. It's just like, yeah. I'm just gonna have a conversation with you now. Like, yep. Right. Yeah. Because if you're too stuck on the script, they might ask you a question that has nothing to do with the script, and then you read the next question, and they're like what yeah <laughs> yeah like right. you said you sound like a robot yeah, that's for sure we're humans like <laughs> we're just trying to do our job so. yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah we'll go kind of to the next question like what's your guys's why like there's there's a lot of people that talk about their why in this business um what's what's your guys's why's um you know for me it took me a while to like really know what a why really meant mm -hmm. you know mine was always just oh i want to be my own business and be successful with it or like whatever be my own like entrepreneur and do my own thing but um you know now having um a fiance and everything like my why is to eventually support her enough where she doesn't have to work full-time um and then you know just have a very good life for my family and my future kids and everything you know be able to go on vacation a couple times a year and uh really just alexis is my why yeah you know i want her to be able to live the perfect life that she deserves yeah, she supported me way too much throughout yeah, the... Yeah, there's oh, no uh, oh, uh, oh. We'll, we'll give clappings, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's cute you, as hell. It's like you do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nope. That one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, she supported me so much. I just, I need to give it back to her somehow. So that's life. like my big motivating factor is just getting her the life she deserves. It's awesome, man. No, I totally get that. That's amazing. I love that. I really do. Yeah, you I, gotta, have a, I have a similar one. You know, my girlfriend. I'd like to give her the life she deserves. Yeah, you guys um, have been in each other's lives for yeah, for a long time. Pretty yeah. much, yeah, whole adult life for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then my family and her family. Like, I just don't want to see people struggling. You know, like mm -hmm. when it comes down to like, oh man, this bill is gonna really break the bank. I just want to be able to say, well, here, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was actually listening to a podcast on the way here, and he said, you know, money doesn't solve all problems, but it solves a lot of problems. Yeah, it does. You know? Um, and I see real estate more as a, um, 
a way to earn capital and then invest into things where I can retire early enough or at least work part-time mm-hmm. um, and have residual income and mm-hmm. be able to support my family, my friends, my grandparents, you know, and if my parents end up being old, well, when they are, end up being <laughs> old, um, you know, be able to support them the way that they've supported me my whole life and be able to give myself and my family some financial freedom and generational wealth. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. It's like you said, this is an industry where you invest for your future mm-hmm. big time. You know, yeah. there's really no retirement fund like you have at some, some other jobs, but nope. there's a lot of ways to make that passive income with the rev share with EXP. Like mm-hmm. it's another huge reason to be a part yeah, of EXP. Invest, investment properties. Investment properties. Yeah. 2.7% off top off the list yeah. price right there. Yeah. So you get a dis- yeah. employee discount on yeah. an employee discount. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's really cool. Uh, yeah. I, I love it. Um, and I'm super excited to, you know, have a career in you're, real estate. You're in a good spot, man. You're doing all the right things and yeah. you're on yeah. the right track. So. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's step away from the 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 business side of the talk. Did you guys uh, watch that Vikings game Saturday? I know Coleman I was at, was the, at the game, game. <laughs> with a sign. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that video was awesome. <laughs> that I got, was, I I got so that. many people texting me about that. That'll be one of the best videos I ever put out there. <laughs> nope. But dude, that game was fucking insane. Crazy. I think like, I stopped when they were down like seventeen nothing. I'm not a huge like football fan either, but when they were down like seventeen nothing, I was like, yeah, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of my buddies, actually, he had his jacket on in the fourth quarter. I can't remember what the score was. I think it was right after Dalvin Cook had, like, a huge, like, That 64-yard run or Not the touchdown, but the he had a big run, and then the next play he fumbled. Mm. Yeah. Turned it over with, like, three or four minutes left, I want to say. I, I don't know first. if I remember. I was yeah. I had a few drinks at the game, so I don't know <laughs> if I'm remembering that correctly. But, um, yeah, he had his jacket on, and he's like, if the Colts get a first down here, we're leaving. And I'm like... Okay, sounds good. They got a fir- they got a first down, and I'm like, I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I, I leave. I fucking leave. <laughs> but yeah, but no, no, it was crazy comeback, man. Yeah, it's dude, super crazy yeah. to watch. The whole season's been crazy though. Let's be oh, honest. Oh, it's been nuts. I was at the game against the Broncos like two or three years ago now, and they were down. Tw- the Vikings were down twenty zero at halftime. I left at halftime, and I've been getting shit for it ever since. <laughs> now you're staying every. Now I'm staying like, every game. Hey. I am not leaving. Yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah, cool. I think I broke the curse of uh, leaving games at halftime this time. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, that was just an insane game, biggest comeback in NFL history. Yeah, I mean that game was crazy. The Bills game was crazy. Like, yeah, there's been a lot of crazy games. Yeah, mm-hmm. we might have the top two games of the year. Yeah. with those two. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, it was just crazy. I hate my heart pumps away too fast during them. Like it's, I was shaking, dude. Yeah, like shaking <laughs> at the game. Yes, maybe with like, the alcohol. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I was literally like just that into the game. I was yeah. shaking. One of my friends was like, like in the fourth quarter, she's like, Coleman, look at this picture. I'm like, no, I'm not. There's I, a game. I, I, I am locked. I'm locked. I am locked. My, my fiance was like, don't even try talking to him. It's not, you're not going to be able to get a word out <laughs> of him so right funny. now. It was, uh, I, th- I thought it was going to be a tie. I thought it was going to end in a tie. And I was like, oh, that's the most Minnesota Vikings thing ever is yeah. come back and then just end in a tie. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I wouldn't really know how to feel if that was the outcome. Yeah. I mean, the Vikings have had a lot of shitty years, man. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of shitty endings. Yeah, they start off yeah. good and they're like, "Yep, this is the year," and then boom. Yeah, yeah Minneapolis miracle, and yeah. they just get destroyed in Philly. Yeah, yeah. two thousand nine. I don't know if you guys really remember. That I remember much, that. But yeah, it was in Nebraska, so I didn't have an NFL team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had the corn, corn, the, the corn Huskers. Yeah, yeah college yeah. team. They suck too. So. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, a lot of great Minnesota Vikings players. 
So many. Yeah. I think, so uh, should we just go into the draft? Huh? I'd like to, yeah. The best Minnesota Vikings we'll players of all time, huh? Well, yeah. uh, we're not going to give Coleman the first pick because you're a Minnesota Vikings guru. Yeah. We'll give it to Colin. Uh, you want second or third? I'll go third. I'll, all right. I'll, I'll all take, right. I appreciate it. Are we that. doing like, uh, is it round? Is yeah, it it's just, not, it's not, not a snake draft. So one, two, three. All right. One, two, three. That's fine with me. I'm kind of deciding pick. between two right now. I'll go, I'm going to go Randy Moss. That's a good pick. That's a really I'm good take one. Randy Moss. I'll see if someone else t- takes my uh, second pick. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Justin Jefferson. Ah, there you go. <laughs> I think, I mean, he's, what, three years in the league? Yeah. That's yeah. that's kind of why I didn't want to pick him right away, because he's a, he's a star. He's a stud, but I was just like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's crazy, but he's still got a very... Yeah. Dude, Long it's crazy. Career. He's not even in his peak. Like this is no, no like, one peaks in their third year. No. So like he's only going up from here. If he doesn't get two thousand yards this year, it's Dude, happening. It's crazy how they got rid of Diggs and then got Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. And now the most Jefferson even trade has, of all time. Jefferson has become Diggs. Yeah. <laughs> and Diggs so was crazy good too. Yeah. Probably. All right, my pick is Adrian Peterson. Yeah, that was my that was not my one that was decided. Yeah, I was like, I knew, I figured that's who you were between. Yeah. I'm like, I'm taking whoever he doesn't take. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the best running back of all time, probably. Dude, he was crazy. Yeah, I mean, people say Cook is really good, but like, Cook's people, like solid. He's solid. I'm not a huge fan of his. He's, like, what's he's, with his like jittery? Like, he does not yeah. like just running. Dude, like, yeah, and on that on that touchdown run he had, number 34 of the Colts was getting like held even with him yeah. in the field, and he ended up catching him. Yeah, like Cook should be like the fastest dude on the on the field. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But yeah, Adrian Peterson. Great, I, I love that pick. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm going to go with a maybe controversial Percy, mm-hmm. Percy Harvin. Oh, oh dude, I, I, was, I was going to do that. <laughs> I was going to, yeah. I remember watching him when I was younger, and I was just like, dude, this he, dude is crazy. If he, he didn't so have, fat. If he yeah. didn't have migraines, dude, he, he could have been the best. He could have yeah. been the number one pick he if used, he didn't have migraines. He used migraines. to walk the last five yards into the end zone. Yeah. Like, yeah. legitimately, he was that, just, far he was ahead. that fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He was so fast. I remember watching him yeah. return so many kickoffs. Dude, oh, it's crazy. I remember used to watching like uh, Percy Harvin like highlight videos. Yeah, like, middle, in, like <laughs> elementary school, so they were so good. They're like, so yeah. good. He went crazy at the at the uh, Seahawks too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 he did. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Jared Allen. Nice, dude. I love nice. Jared That's Allen. That's a great one. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that one for my next one. Really? Yeah, I was. Were you at the game when he got inducted into the thing? That was against the Cardinals or the Cowboys. Because there were two games I wasn't at. I think it was the Cardinals. Yeah, that was the day after Halloween. Yeah. I was way too hungover for that. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. <laughs> I, thought, I thought about going, and I was like, woke up, and I'm like, no, nah, ain't no way. Can't <laughs> yeah, can't do it. But yeah, no, he came out on the horse. Yeah, that's so sweet. That's so the awesome. most Jared Allen thing like ever. Like, <laughs> it is seriously. <laughs> Who do we get? Uh, I'm gonna go with Chris Carter. Yeah, that's a good one. Solid pick. Yep. I mean, probably going to be the number three best receiver in NFL or in Vikings history, but which is crazy. Yeah, I feel like you got to pick a receiver with the Vikings. They've had such good receiving so many. Cores. They have, yeah. Who do we got? I'm gonna go John Randall. Mm. That's a good one. That is, I like that pick. It's a real good one. That I like that. If we're not going for fantasy points, then yeah, I'll take John Randall. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a lot, and I don't know. I don't even know if this counts. 
Dude, if you say who I want to <laughs> say, I'll be so mad. I want to say Brett Favre. Oh, yeah, like, that's a good one. I like yeah, that one. I like yeah. that. I mean, he's one of the best quarterbacks of yeah. all time. Yeah, and that 2009 season was unreal. Unreal. And Very we nice. should have went to the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. yeah. Had it not been for Sean Payton. Fuck you. Yeah, fucking hate that He's going to say far, but then I was like, <laughs> I feel like he's more of a Packers guy. I know. That's kind of yeah. where I was like, uh, but I'll do it because he's, yeah. he's the GOAT. Like, yeah. All right. He's I got have, those Wrangler jeans. I maybe have the most controversial pick in this whole draft. Really? Ooh, if yeah. you say Kirk Cousins right now? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the most... It, I don't even know if he ever actually played for the Vikings, but Brock Lesnar. Oh shit! From the octagon. <laughs> just for that, just for that, uh, you know, crowd of, or the fan appeal. Yeah. If I'm starting a team, I'm throwing Brock Lesnar on there because there's gonna be a lot of '69 Lesnar jerseys yeah. in, the, in yeah. the crowd. He used to, didn't he used to train here in Blaine? At the Maybe. academy. I would assume. Have, probably. I thought he did. I thought yeah, he did. He, I know he was on the Vikings practice squad. I think he might have played a few preseason games. Yeah. Yeah. But I love that pick. That, that came out of left field. Yeah, yeah I, know. I did not expect that. Yeah. <laughs> I was I thinking like Cole Pepper or like yeah, no, Rock Lesnar, the I Minnesota native. Nice. Uh, what a badass! Um, yeah, that's kind of all I got for you guys today. You guys, awesome. I, any last words? Any questions for me? You got? You guys got anything? No, I mean, I, I oh, just, really? I think anyone that wants to start doing calls and stuff, just you know, join our group, check it out. Even if you're not with EXP and just want to come sit in listen to some calls if you're nervous about making calls or you yep. just need some more accountability and doing the work just join us or yeah, just even to listen yeah like literally. it's good to listen, just listen call, to some anything, yeah. some guys that really know their shit on the phone like it's it's fun to listen to you guys talk i've, mm-hmm. I've been in the office when you've been on the phone i'm like holy shit i would have never said that there yeah. yeah but it's like I'm going to say that next time I'm on the phone. Like, yeah, you just pick up nuggets every single time. Yeah. I mean, I pick up yep. stuff when Colin's on the phone. He picks up stuff when I'm on the phone, and then we dissect the whole call afterwards. And, yeah. You know. And it's learn, like, and it's nice because, like, you know, even if you think it was a really good call, like, he'll call me out sometimes and say, hey, I wouldn't have said that. I would have said this. And I'm like, yeah, dude, shit. that would have yeah. completely changed yeah. the call, you know? So, totally. Yeah. It's, it's you live and you learn type of deal, you know? Yep. You, you right. keep doing it, and you learn from it. And yeah. You, you hope to get leads and set appointments and get listings and sell houses, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. That's, that's the name the, of the game. The goal, that, <laughs> yeah. right, exactly. For sure. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on, taking the time out of your busy day to step away from the phones for a little bit and hop <laughs> on the podcast. Thanks, um, Brady. Thanks, man. With that being said, uh, like they said, if you guys uh, are interested in hopping on or listening to the calls, uh, reach out to any of us. I'll put their uh, Instagrams and stuff in the bio. Um, with that being said, uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Thank Peace you. out. Thanks, man.